Be holy because the Lord your God is holy. Be perfect because your heavenly Father is perfect. Those commands of God, those are pretty lofty commands for us to hit. How many of us would consider ourselves holy? And dare I ask, who might consider themselves perfect? God is indeed holy. And to be holy means to be set apart. And God is certainly set apart. He is not like us. But that does not mean that we as humans cannot also be set apart and to become holy. And to be perfect doesn't mean that we become like God. To be perfect means that we strive to become what God intended us to be as human beings. Matthew Kelly's pet phrase for this is to say that we become the best version of ourselves. So it's not such a lofty goal for us that we should strive to become holy and that we should strive to become perfect. Fifteen years ago, I was on a mission trip with kids up in Detroit. And at the retreat center where we were staying, there was a poster hung on the wall. And it was a poster that really got to me. Very, it spoke, spoke to me quite, quite plainly. And it wasn't because the poster was a beautiful picture. And it didn't really have some inspiring message on it. No, the poster simply said something like this. And I don't recall the exact words, but it was something to this effect. The person that I reached out to help thanked me. And I told him it was the least I could do. And in fact, that's exactly what I did. Think a moment about that. That first phrase is something that's pretty common. We probably all use it. Ah, it's the least I could do for you. It's the second one that caught my attention. And that's exactly what I did. The least 
things. You see, when we're asked to do something for someone, how often is it that all we do is the minimum requirement? That we give, but we don't really stretch ourselves too much. And this applies not only in the area of, say, charity, but it could also apply to how we apply ourselves to, say, our studies. If we take a course, and all I'm seeking to do is the minimum requirement in order for me to pass. Or do I strive to do the best possible job I can do? If we look at the gospel, the gospel tells us that we should go the extra mile. That we should not turn our back on those who are in need. That even in the face of evil and injustice, we need to still love that person. That's how God loves. That's the perfection of love we need to strive for. If we think in the Gospels about some of Jesus' miracles, God loves in abundance. Take the miracle of the multiplication of loaves and fishes. He needs, he feeds 5,000 people, and there's plenty left over. At the marriage feast of Cana, he converts 150 gallons of water into wine. Must have been a heck of a wedding reception. That's how God loves. That's what we're called to do, is to love as God loves. This Wednesday, we begin Lent. And in the church, she gives us three areas to focus on so that we can become holy and perfect. She tells us, focus on prayer, on fasting, and on almsgiving. So as we enter into Lent, you know, are we willing to do it all, to give it all in our prayer? Are we willing to go beyond the minimum requirements of fasting and embrace it for what it teaches us to do, to control our desires? Are we willing to go beyond the minimum 
charity and to give more till it hurts. Lent is an opportunity for us to grow in perfection. And we have to think about whether we're going to enter into this Lent to just do the minimum. Or will we strive to be like God calls us to be and to give it all? This Lent, make it the beginning of the journey to perfection. I believe in one God, God, the Father Father Almighty, Almighty, maker maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I I believe believe in one Lord Lord Jesus Christ, Christ, the only begotten Son of God, God, born of the Father Father before before all ages, ages, God from God, God, light from light, true God from true God, God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnated the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken to the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. With confidence, we turn to our merciful Father with our needs and the needs of the world. For Pope Francis and his brother bishops, that the Holy Spirit will inspire their leadership with wisdom and courage to make disciples, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For world leaders, that they will embrace and promote the dignity of human life and religious freedom, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For military, police, and firefighters, and all who serve us by putting themselves in harm's way, that God may protect those who protect us, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are sick or suffering from addiction, that they may find in Christ the strength necessary to persevere toward healing, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For immigrants and refugees, that they will find shelter and peace wherever they find themselves, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. 
for all who have died. And this afternoon, we remember especially Jean Kada. That they may be welcomed into the peace and happiness of everlasting life in heaven, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We join together in our prayer for vocations. Almighty, Almighty Father, Father, you, you have, have created us for some definite purpose. purpose. Grant us the, the grace to know the path you have planned for us in this life and to respond with a generous yes. Make our archdiocese, parishes, homes, and our hearts fruitful ground for your gift of vocations. May our young people respond to your call with courage and zeal. Stir among our men a desire and the strength to be good and holy priests. Bless us with consecrated religious and those called to a safe single life, permanent deacons and faithful husbands and wives who are a sign of Christ's love for his church. We commend our prayer for vocations to you, Father, through the intercession of Mary, our mother, in the Holy Spirit, through Christ our Lord. Amen.
my dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept this sacrifice at your hands with the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all of his holy church. As we celebrate your mysteries, O Lord, with the observance that is your due, we humbly ask you that what we offer to the honor of your majesty may profit us for salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. 